This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome everyone to my first podcast of the Inspiration Science. I'm so excited to have my first episode and the topic about this episode will be about life purpose. So when it comes to mental health and purpose, there are so many different topics that we'll dive into that as we go. But I think as the kickstart of the first podcast, I think the purpose, the life purpose is such a fundamental thing in business and in life and it adds so much to the health part as well. So I will dive deep into this episode about eight things that I did that that I could find my life purpose and it may shed light on your life as well so you can also embody your life purpose and find it if you didn't find it yet or live by that. So a little bit about my backstory um, for, you know, if you don't know me yet. Um, I was born in South Korea and by the age of six, I moved for a short time to Australia in Sydney with my mom. And shortly after that, I, I, I moved to Switzerland um, and that's where I grew up. I went there to school. I studied hospitality since I was 15 years old for three years did one year economic loss and you know while I studied all of these things um, I still always had this urge in me to become an artist but I've kind of you know repressed this away because I thought you know this is not the way I would make a living off and you know my whole purpose around that and you know I just keep going I had this um, you know I studied as I said, the hospitality work in hotels, I had a lot of valuable experiences there and also studied later on a bachelor's degree in um, design management. And, you know, now it sounds just like some typical thing, you know, study after study, but there was a lot in between where I dropped out two times um, from university, where I traveled, met artists around the world. So there's this is like a podcast for a whole, you know, a new podcast I will dive into another time. But I have to say it is a part of how I discovered though my life purpose. So again, when I was a child, I used to write stories paint drawings and think around on creative projects i used to sit in my room for hours by myself writing away about you know space life about my friends and family i used to draw for hours in my room on a messy floor to let my creativity flow and guys you know when i'm creative i'm a very exploding so that's why i always tell i'm a very organized yet a very very messy person i think creative people know that and you know, it's and the whole creativity, I let it flow, not because I want to impress my parents or teachers and not because I got paid for it, but for the share of joy that I felt. And and then for some reason I stopped and I, I don't remember why. I realized over the past years why it all happens and the older we get, the more we are integrated in society and we tend to feel more pressured from society how things should be. 
So we were told to give up on the things that don't bring us any income and that we need to get a job with a good reputation or any good salary. That's why, you know, typical Asian families, they say usually become a doctor, become a lawyer, you know, anything that has a good reputation in society. And this is exactly what makes people insecure and makes them feel stuck when it comes to picking a career. So that eight-year-old girl, she didn't care about the Google traffic or social media things or going viral or about books and stuff. She just wants to play. And that's where literally the passion begins in playfulness and with a sense of play. And this is the whole topic. What is even about purpose and what's purpose? What does it mean for, you know, all the people out there? And it seems like a simple question, but it's yet a very difficult question to answer. And there's no right or wrong. So your life purpose is absolutely what you decide and allow yourself. Your purpose is what you feel, say and act on it. And it's interesting because as I asked this question to many people I've met in my life, some people would have a very clear answer on that, while others would say, oh, I never really asked myself these questions in the back end. So it's, uh, you know, you kind of make them, make them speechless. So, you know, I would love to challenge you. What is your life purpose as you listen to this podcast right now? If you know your life purpose, um, then awesome for you. I'm really happy and I hope that you embody that and live by that daily. If you do not know your life purpose, then that's no problem. That's what the podcast is for. So I want to shed light on that and also challenge you to take a paper and, you know, to write down the things as, you know, the things that come up as you listen to me right now. So this podcast, I'm not going to tell you on how you really find a purpose because, again, I'm just sharing today eight tips, eight perspectives that helped me personally. I know people, they didn't have my eight tips. They just live by that either and they sleep on it. And other people, they just do one specific thing and they found it. So, again, there's no really formula onto that. So the first thing, at least, that helped me was, number one, consider injustices that bothered me. So injustice is a quality relating to unfairness or undeserved outcomes. When, when you look at the world, did you ever have moments when you thought, oh, this is so unfair or this really needs to be changed? You know, when you watch TV, radio or you listen to, you know, just conversations from people. So injustice, it occurs everywhere. And I just found when I was a teenager, um, you know, observing my surrounding, my family and things, it started already with the basic human rights. Um, as I was traveling one time with my family, I saw people on the streets living in poverty, um, even clean water, which is for many of us just a normal human right that we just have it. But for many other countries, it's not, you know, it's not normal because they they have even struggled to just survive or have clean water and and then when i used to work in hotels and much more i realized that women for example are not same valued like men um so it started to change a lot of course in positive sense as well but there are still a lot of areas where women are not same appreciated like men and again also no not everyone has the same access to the education and these, these were like the questions that just made me think, like, why is it the way it is? And why do people have racism? Why do we judge? So 
I've been always a person who just questions things so much deeper and there were many things I just find unfair and and I always want to find a harmony within on how this could be changed. So again, it's difficult to satisfy everyone, but this can be a trigger that reactivates another part in our brain and hard to take action on it because behind injustice there is another energy that drives you along with the skills you will develop to change the things that you observe that just doesn't seem fair right now. So when something catches your attention and you start to care about something, this is when change starts. Some One person needs to care more than the other million people to initiate a change. And this is the moment when I start to care. Care why people you know, live in poverty, care why dumb people have access to that. And it brought me a bit closer to my life purpose. Then the second thing was listen what other people appreciate about you so your speech really inspired me have you ever got compliments from people who say oh you're so creative oh you're so empowering the way you speak or you're so good in drawing or convincing people whatever it is challenge yourself on what type of compliments you've got so far in life what type of praise where do people appreciate and respect you the most so Um, It's often the little things day in, day out. And I just realized, you know, and I reflected what are the praise that I got in my life. And here are a few. Number one, people said, oh, Asin, you're really great with the creative skills. You have a lot of ideas, out of the box thinking. You're good in drawing, tinkering around, creating new games. You're funny. You have an enlightening character. Um, then number two, um, as well, you're strong in communication and speaking skills. You're strong in understanding people and empowering them, motivating them to take a big change in life. So these were just like um, two examples that I've heard kind of the most throughout my life. Um, but I've kind of just, you know, I just took it with gratitude, but I never really thought of I'm going to do something big with that in terms of my career. Um, so... You know, just if you don't know that or if you haven't really thought of, just write down on a paper all the compliments that you ever received from your family, friends, strangers, your co-workers, whatever it is, because they might see things that you do not realize. Um, And so it's always good to ask people around us what they see sometimes. So that helped me definitely to, you know, tap into that. Then number three is explore your interests practically. Because theoretically and in our mind, it's always very different. And what helped me to, you know, to find my purpose was to explore all my interests practically. And I can tell you something that you need to keep in. You do not have to figure out your whole life and pressure yourself that you do not know the next steps. Because that's a pressure that I live by really long that I kind of need to figure out my whole plan. What's the next five, ten years look like? And I'm a person I I think pretty much, you know, forward like with forward thinking for the upcoming years. I just loved it with the vision. But it can also cause a certain pressure. So again, when it comes to finding out what you truly want to live by passion, just, you know, explore. Don't put pressure on that. Again, embrace it inner child and list all the things that you just love on a piece of paper. Then commit to one thing at a time with a certain time frame to experience it practically. Only then you know if you truly love it or not. And 
and you know the thing is if you just don't do it and you just think oh this might be interesting or maybe this is not really my thing the thing is you do not know until you do it practically so really allow yourself to explore and this is exactly what i did when i was 18. i dropped out from school i want to become this artist i told my mom mom i want to go to new york i want to go to america i I really like I don't even know why I'm sitting in a school when I know I want to become an artist so literally it was a crazy thing I dropped out um, I had a friend in New York and he said and I told him as I was chatting to him um, one day I want to come to New York and you know be an artist and study that and he said why not just come this week and I was like I can't I'm in school and he's like, yeah, but why are you going to school when you tell me your dream is to become an artist? You already can draw and do creative things. And that made me, you know, think a lot. And it was crazy since I had this long time in my mind. I just then decided to pull the trigger and I literally just like dropped out and submitted like this letter to my school director and I flew the next day to New York and again I had a whole year of just exploring myself I I traveled I wrote on my new book and all the different things and I realized over one year one thing I knew that I loved arts but something was missing and drawing for eight hours on a row was not the same than just drawing for one hour and I and I needed a part of business, you know, in serving the society with something different that was needed beyond just like painting some things, you know, on a paper, which I still enjoy. So that's when I actually got into all the other things that I'm doing today as I speak on this podcast. So again, just let yourself explore because you do not know until you experience that. Number four, think about what's easy for you, what comes easily, because this, the way school systems are, for example, designed is that we need to fit in into a certain system and we need to have a good grades in all the different subjects to pass. And there is a certain expectations, you know, awaited for that. But no one really, I feel like this is like kind of the things that I see is a big challenge is that the talent, the superpower that people naturally have is not as enough supported to develop that instead and but people are boxed in into a certain thing, framework that does not serve them. So think about it, what just comes for you easy? Sometimes a distraction that you have, it could mean that it's associated with your life purpose. Because sometimes we, we often fall into those things that that we just love and enjoy. So, you know, in my free time, I would just constantly tinker around and, you know, brainstorm ideas. I, I love to, you know, share my thoughts, do, you know, content and posts. And I would even do that if I was super busy. I would even do that as some sort of distraction. And then I realized if that comes so natural, it just means I have a certain passion for that. So think about what's easy. We are all born with different talents and a purpose that we need to unlock. It takes sometimes effort and an open mind towards yourself. Even the most gifted musicians or the best public speakers in the world, they do need a lot of practice. And often those people maybe didn't, you know, had this realizations in the beginning. And even people who are the greatest salespeople in the world, 
they they were probably the ones who sucked the most in the beginning and then they realized they have a great gift and you evolve it so again just you know for for me maths was never my thing i was really really bad in maths i used to cry after you know certain exams i had and i really you know people have to stereotype asians are so good in maths which is totally not true um, but again, it, it totally depends. And I was not forcing myself. I have to do something that I'm not good at. So again, look at the activities that keeps you up all night. But also look at the cognitive principles behind those activities that really, you know, sparks the light in you. Because they can be easily applied anywhere else. Then number five, start conversations with new people. Um, I think this is a big thing that helped me. The more conversations I had in my life, um, the more I had, you know, different perspectives and I would discover things that I've never heard before. And, and that changed my life, not just in terms of the perspectives, but I had a lot of wisdom gained through that because you learn, like I at least, I, I try to learn from every person that I meet, no matter what their background is, what they do. But um, because of that, through the conversations, it makes one think as well, the different reflective questions. We can mastermind and think bigger. So when I was, for example, very interesting back then in trading and investments, what I was, was to search for people who were experts on, you know, LinkedIn, social media platforms. I always, you know, approach these people who already have what I want, or who already have the knowledge that I seek for. And I just network, I just start a good relationship with them to gain an insights on what that looks like. And, and then, you know, just dive deeper into that. And the thing is, we often also tend to connect with those people who have common interests, but sometimes it's interesting to do the opposite, to connect with people who have a whole different type of interest, who are not in the same industry, because that's the ultimate thing that maybe, you know, where you can discover something new that may, you know, that may something be that you love. So again, just have conversations with people and break the ice for that. Number six, think about the times you've experienced the greatest joy in your life and think about the moments where you just simply smile. And it's such a simple thing, but, you know, I want you to think about when do you smile the most? Is there any specific activity that you do on a daily basis and it just makes your day a little bit better and you just smile? It's a you know, it's a very simple way of finding out what your life purpose is. And the most surprising thing is, is that some people already live by the life purpose, but they just don't realize it. And that was also something that I experienced. I, for example, always enjoyed empowering people. And, you know, I, I love talking. That's why you hear me on this podcast talking. I love speaking a lot and I love to, you know, to be creative and all of these things. But I never realized that was some sort of life purpose to, you know, transform people's life. And now as I speak, I'm a business mentor, personal coach for people, um, helping people to build their own businesses, um, scaling to six figures and, you know, just embrace their whole purpose. And I've already did that, you know, years ago when I was a teenager, but I didn't consider that as a job. So again, look into the things that you already do now. 
so I remember also the times when you know when I could lift up people with my speech and through the creativity you know help other people to you know evolve their ideas and things and the more I repeated that and you know and people were inspired and stuff I just like realized that it just gave me the greatest joy just doing that and I would even do that um, if I would not get paid for it so if I know that you know this is something I just naturally enjoy then you know it's um, it's something that I just realized for myself it's something I should be doing so I hope that helps as well um, number six in terms of thinking about the simple things then number seven was take time for yourself and take inventory of your biggest superpowers Many people, they take inventory of other people's gifts. They start to compare themselves and ask, oh, why is Sally so good in drawing? Why is Tom so good in singing? Damn, he's so good. And why is she so crushing it with her business? But the question is, like, did you take inventory in your own life? Because most of the time, when we have our own gifts and stuff, we, we sometimes store it in our basement and we would not show it to the world who we are what we do what things we are good at and we just don't show it but if you just take time to ask yourself different questions and dig a little bit deeper because when we change the questions we ask to ourselves, our life can change the way we see ourselves is very important the way we talk to ourselves is so important but all of that it takes time time to study yourself um, and the better you know yourself the better you will understand other people in terms of your awareness so reflection helped me a lot um, you know you, I reflected on the things that that I did well that I felt I had great accomplishments and I would ask myself why did it go well and if something really sucked at it I reflect why did it suck and how can I do it next time better and I, I take a lot of time for myself, as much as I love being around people and perceived as a rather extroverted person, which was, by the way, not always the case because I was a quite introverted person being quite shy. Um, but, you know, I, I just love my alone time, being away from people, reflect, journal, listen to my music, dive into my world. And then when there's social time, I go ahead and socialize like hardcore social life. But having those both things allowed me to, you know, to, to actually come to the conclusion on what my life purpose actually was. And I wrote it down. So... Um, I wrote down on a piece of paper what my life purpose was. And guys, this is a really funny thing. I wrote it down like literally three years ago when I created a vision board in Switzerland as a student. And when I later dived into the whole business part and people would ask me what's my life purpose, sometimes I was still not very clear on how to answer that. But then one of my mentors said, Often life purpose is what you already live by and it's closer than you think. And and then I just look up to my wall and I saw my vision board of, you know, all the manifestations that I've did, um, visually. Um, and and apart from all the pictures, I had one post-it note that was written with one sentence and it says, I want to heal people, companies and the world through connections and unification. 
Like that was one sentence I wrote down, but I never really looked at this post-it too much. And now since, you know, after three, four years, looking at what I'm doing right now, coaching, mentoring, public speaking, everything that, you know, um, about transforming people's life, I do realize that the core of my daily purpose is actually in helping people to heal, healing businesses. And it starts a lot with spirituality and deepness that, um, you know, that starts from the inner transformation. And again, it was closer than I thought. It was literally on a piece of paper. I was looking at this paper for three years and yet I would not realize my freaking purpose. So sometimes it's just closer than we think. Then the next thing apart from taking time for oneself, and this is the last one for today I'm going to share, is follow your inner GPS guidance and trust your gut and intuition. So... I'm I'm a very intuitive person and I believe a lot in spirituality and often we do know the answer but there are a lot of factors in life a lot of inputs and environments that challenges us to take maybe a different decision although we deep down just know what is maybe right for us or not so your guidance works similarly like to a GPS system um, when you get into a car and you're heading to a specific destination like, what is the first thing you put into your GPS? You know, you probably put in the location, current location. And once it's determined where you are, A, it gives you direction to where you are heading, which is B. The engine is your passion and heart. Um, be clear about where you want to go. Because again, clarity is power. Align your goals with your life purpose and act as if you already are there. And... This one is so big because we first need to own where we are right now. We need to accept the reality we're living right now. And when we have a dream um, to just sit down, close our eyes, breathe through what just speaks without any limitations. And and then from there, just, you know, from there, you you just allow yourself to hear your intuition. And often the silence speaks louder than the words. So I would just be, you know, in the nature or going for a walk and then allow myself to trust my intuition and to be very practical with you guys, because it's a lot of speaking, but I want to give you a practical input that you can apply right now. Take a piece of paper and, you know, put on some great music that, you know, some inspirational music in the background. And I want you to close your eyes just for a second and and just fast forward or think where you see yourself in one year. It's not in three years or five years. It's, it's in one year. And imagine yourself on how you feel, what you wear, where you're at, and with what people you're surrounded with. What type of picture does come up for you as I speak? And, and just write down the things that, that you feel and the person that you want to become that year and also there is no guideline in terms of goals and things i just want you to take a time of around three minutes and write down everything that just comes up right now um, whether it's relationship health-wise business whatever it is just write down everything that you want in this one year um, and you know let that just sink in so you can pause this podcast as you do this exercise. I'm just going to continue speaking on that part. After you did this exercise, think of where you're at 
right now and and then when you know where you're at right now you will probably feel a gap between where you're at and where you want to go to and now the most people they would feel kind of frustrated because it seems like it's very far away from you know from where they want to be at compared to where they are right now but there's one thing and that's been a huge game changer is to is to think of as if you already received it so the way i would write my notes and my letter was i am grateful that i already achieved it i am so grateful that i live in this apartment in new york and i'm so grateful that i could speak on stage in front of 400 people so write the letter in that way with this imagination and you will see that a lot of things as you do this exercise will come up naturally and um and you know and it can help you to have new realizations as well so again trust your intuition as well in life don't fool yourself with the things that your mind thinks is just right to do because in the long term your heart will always scream out of the truth and your life purpose is already within you so these were the eight perspectives in terms of the whole life purpose that helped me to embody that on a daily basis and as a last thing that i just want to remind of is do what scares you the most and and by doing that is that you know things that makes you happy on the long term and it might be very scary to tap into outside of your comfort zone but when you listen to yourself and you know that's the thing even though it's scary hug your tears hug your tears well tears as well <laughs> Hug your fears tightly as your best friends. If you have tears, because it's gonna be also a sometimes struggles that comes along with that, um, hug them as well because they are blessed tears. It's gonna serve you a lot also on the long term. And again, you do not have to figure out your whole life. Many people have this pressure. Take action on the small things to create your own path step by step, and it will evolve as you go. Don't let other people's opinions be the reasons why you don't act on your things. Don't stop yourself from doing things because it might be embarrassing. Because we care too much about what people think. Instead, embrace this embarrassment. And feeling foolish is just part of the path to achieve something meaningful. Because the more a major life decision scares you, the chances are more that you need to be doing that. So explore yourself. And never give up on yourself because the purpose lies already in you. And also, um, as I say, the whole philosophical part in that is, is that everyone sees life purpose different. Some people don't really feel like they just want to be happy. But again, what even is happiness? So whatever that means for you, just do something that sparks a light in your soul and heart. And I hope that this episode could help you to have a little bit more different perspectives when it comes to embodying your purpose so that was it for today thank you so much for listening um that was the first episode let me know um what you want to hear next time as well how you find it and um yeah i guess see you next time Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. 
If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Osinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.